Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Matthew Embry Bradshaw. I'm on my way to Cleveland, Ohio, trying to make a presence at the presidential debate. Hopefully, you will join me there to protest that they will not allow third-party or independent candidates to debate. No matter who you want that isn't Joe Biden or Trump, none of us have the right to get in there, according to them. They have taken that away from us. So I'm going to be there to make a presence to protest that. But what I'm going to talk about today, and I'll probably either lose you or gain you with the contents of this message. Pro-life or pro-choice? lady asked me that today. She said, are you pro-life? I said, yes. I said, but I will always protect a woman's right to choose. A mother's right to choose to live so that she can continue to mother her three children. Even though her fourth child would most likely kill her if she carried the baby. I protect her choice. I protect the choice of medically necessary. I just protect the choice of women to stand before God with their own choices that they've made. And I'm not the judge, so I ain't got to worry about it. So we have to find the balance of a way to legislate choice while protecting life. Okay? Here's how I to do it. The only way to make this truly democratic and truly representative is this becomes part of what I have called the select attacks. I've touched on this before, but specifically for this episode, I'm going to mention it again. I hope y'all can hear me over the engine and stuff. So basically, I'm not going to federally make it illegal, okay? And we will federally fund medically necessary, basically what's funded now. Okay, I think Plan B should be readily available and free because, you know, if you're raped, if you get drunk, if you did something that you realize the next day that you can't, you don't want the consequences or have the resource or whatever your decision reason not to want to take the risk of getting pregnant that's the best time to stop it so I say give you the choice and make that available to prevent unnecessary unwanted pregnancies that would ultimately lead to an abortion later so make that available and medically necessary whatever is federally funded now that's doing the right thing we continue to fund it but here's how we bring the balance okay I'm pro-life I don't want to pay for it I don't want to especially pay, I mean I don't want to pay for electives you know like I just don't want to have the baby you know it's not medically necessary it's just because you know I, I live a promiscuous lifestyle and I you know decided I don't want I don't want to I'm not for that to save the mother's life I'm for 
That's what I'm for. If the if as far as federally funding it. And I think that all the people who stand for more uh, choice than that, I'm not going to make it illegal. I'm just saying put your money where your mouth is and you stand on your beliefs and say, you know what, I want to be part of the people who are taxed to pay for elective abortions. They're not life-saving abortions. And you all fund it. And don't put the burden on people and try to force people who believe that it is murder and a transgression against God. Don't We're not asking you to fund what we believe in. So don't ask us to fund what you believe in in this case. There has to be a balance. But still never make it that part illegal. But I will never support full-term abortion. I will never support a baby sitting on a table and decide after sitting there breathing and born. I will never support that. Ever. That is no. I'll just never support it. I'll veto it every time. You know? That's where I stand. I am pro-life. But I am to will legislate to protect your choice. And then we'll fund it if it's medically necessary or whatever by the people, you know, because we we want to invest in our people and we don't want to lose a mother. Even if you're not a mother, we don't want to lose you. I mean, it's just, I don't want to do that. And God doesn't require us to, you know, the way I read the Old Testament, I think it's very clear that God values the born life over the unborn life. And he said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. That means before the body that you became when you were born, breathed in, you know, just like Adam, he said, I breathed into, he formed Adam, he was a complete man, he wasn't a baby, he was a man, and it says that he breathed the breath of life in him, and then he became a living soul, I'm going to get a little religious for a second here, for some of y'all who don't want to listen, it's fine, but I would suggest you do it so you know where I'm coming from. See, what I personally believe is that all these babies that are being aborted, the devil ain't winning nothing. There's not children that would have been born that those living souls, when God decides you're going to be born, that soul is going to be. He knew that soul before it was in the body that it was formed in. You get what I'm saying? So God has a plan that this person, every person has, he has a plan for every person and for them to be born. And so every baby is a gift. And if that gift is either chosen to be rejected, gotten rid of, aborted, put up for adoption, that really doesn't happen. But like say, not in this case, because we're talking about death of the fetus. 
so that there's not a vessel for that soul to become once it's breathed in the breath of life. So what I'm getting at is everyone who God has planned to be born is going is being born. The devil don't win. He don't. He don't, God's in control of this. It's just that that gift was a different body now. It was breathed in. That soul became from a different body that breathed. That's my, the way I look at it, man. Because when you look out throughout the Bible, you're dead when you ain't breathing no more. And you're not a living soul until you are breathing. And that's it right there. So whether you believe that life or is in conception or when blood or when the heart beats, the person that God chose to be born at that time was born, breathed in life. Somewhere. Because God knew him before he formed him in the womb. Or her in the womb. And you know, maybe that's why people are like, you know, it's like, this brother's just like, not like anybody else in the family. It's because God had intended the gift to be given to someone else. But then it was rejected at this place. Or it was in an accident and the mother and the baby died. Or whatever. So God's like, hey, it's time to be born. Boom. Next in line. Two weeks early. <laughs> you know, I believe that God is in control and that the devil can't stop God's plan. So I just think that there's so many... babies, you know, will be born when God says so. Maybe that's why some are late, some are early. I don't know. Think on it. My point is, I'm going to protect your choice, but if you're religiously against it, I'm not going to make you pay for it. It's going to be part of the select attacks, okay? Whatever's medically necessary and life-saving, we will fund. Everything else that is elective will have to be funded by those in this nation who support it. And are willing to say, yes, I support the funding of whatever. And then the people who don't, for whatever religious reason of whatever religion you are. Maybe you're just a pacifist and you just don't want to, I don't know. Whatever your purpose for not wanting to support that. Then you just don't select that part of the tax. And I'm sure that there's going to be enough people that'll be like, yes, I want to support that. And they'll put that in there. And and, those, and basically what it is, is you're signing up to be part of the dividend of what the bill is. You know, so that people can, you protect that choice so they can go and, and have this taken care of. And choose that. You know, you stand before God for that. I don't. your choice so I'm protecting it legislatively but I'm not going to fund it all federally except through the select attacks because I believe that that is an infringement upon people who has a religious right to say I do not want to support this 
but we still have to do what's right and protect our living citizens and say you have the right to choose for yourself because God gave you the right to choose for yourself. And when whatever must be done to save the mother's life, if that is to be chosen, it is to be taken care of. Federally. Divided among all of us. But, again, I want that to... Cause see, here's the thing. We have different taxes for this and taxes for that. Whenever I want to do a cap of 20%, like I, that's all I want the federal government. If we're going to do what we can with 20%, and then the rest, I want the states to just handle. But federally, I want to protect people's choice. That's what I'm getting at. But when it comes to being tax, taxing you that, I only want to protect putting in the budget for the life-saving, really non-elective choices. But then give you the right to have it for every other reason, except for you know full term, and especially having the baby already born, laying there on the table. Oh, uh, I guess we just don't want it. Maybe we'll donate it to science. Sorry, man. I'm not gonna ever get behind that. If you don't want to vote for me because of the things I'm saying, I'm sorry. You ain't going to find a candidate to protect your rights and your freedoms more than me. I can guarantee that. But that's where I stand. I am pro-life, but I will legislate pro-choice while protecting people's moral and religious obligations and beliefs. And I will represent how these taxes are to be collected by representing both sides. So for those who are for all this elective, just, you know, I want to just be, a, I mean, I know all of it is not like this, but for those people who are just, I want to not be able to worry about it. I want to just be able to have an abortion whenever I want to, just because until I'm ready to have a baby. All right, so make it super duper cheap or have it be funded by those people who say I stand with all those people who want to do this select tax boom I hope I probably repeat myself too much but I want to make sure that it's clear where I stand and I think that that plan B thing should be readily available and I think that you should not have I think it should just be free you know, whatever is safe to have, I think that's how much you should be able to have available. I don't know if that's one a day. You know, you never know, man. There might be some young lady out there who's getting raped by her stepdad every day or raped by her uncle every day. And she literally, and she don't want to get pregnant, so she needs to go into the clinic, go into a pharmacy, and just get one, you know? protect herself. I'm sorry. I'm going to stand with that young lady and her choice. You know, and I don't even, I don't even care if you have an ID. If you just come in there, boom, that pharmacy. 
then you just tell them who you are. Or we're not even just grab one, man. Just say, hey, I need a plan B. Boom, give it to you. You know, just protect you. Your choice. There's all kinds of reasons to make, to protect this right. All kinds of reasons. And that's why, you know, God gave you the choice to do it, so I'm going to give you the choice to do it. make it so that you can never federally be protected so the states can't take it away and then federally we will fund X amount to the states for those types of, or we will fund whatever it is for those types of abortions that protect the mother's life make it federally illegal to have that baby breathing on that table full term and, and killing it afterwards. I'm sorry. That just needs to be federally illegal. There's no way I can agree to that. You need to... If there's an emergency in the end and you're trying to save the mother's life, man, I know they can do a C-section in like a split second, man. It takes no time at all. So if that baby can can breathe outside of the womb, then that baby gets born. You don't kill it. And the government will make sure that baby is taken care of. We will make sure that that baby has everything it needs to grow. Find it a family. We'll pay somebody to take care of it. By doing that UBI, man. You just get this kid and kids you be out to take care of it you know what I'm saying it's that simple I bet there won't be very many kids in the foster system anymore you know because that kid man once he's old enough he gets his UBI let's say that he put him in a system where the foster parents are crap and, the, and, there's, a, and there's some type of corruption in that area or whatever that kid gonna get his own money man just save his own money then boom bounce just bounce <laughs> and go somewhere good and get away from that kids are resilient you know so see when we give people resources we we enable them to not be under the power of those who are oppressing them And that will empower those who could make it on their own, who are being raped and need the protection to have abortions so they're not having babies at young ages. Well, they ain't even had a chance to grow up themselves. And their innocence has already been taken from them. Or they just, you know, fell in love and had sex. must protect a woman's right to choose. I'm not your judge. I love you and I want you to make the best choice possible. And I want you to know that if you choose to have that kid, that we will also make sure that child is taken the best care of. 
right thing. We're going to protect everybody's rights in the meantime. Amidst it all. We're going to invest in our people. And in our children. We're going to take as many reasons to have an abortion away from people. By providing solutions. That people can live with. You know and. And I think we should even, you know, listen, man, if somebody gets pregnant and we're like, look, if you have an, if you don't have an abortion, we're going to, we'll make sure your child is taken care of and you can still reserve the right to be part of that child's life, but you're just giving up the rights until you're stable to house the child, but you can visit anytime you want. I mean, why take away a parent's right just so someone else can take care of that child? The point here is to protect life and to protect choice and to protect the, the citizen who is saying, hey, I, I don't want to have an abortion, but I can't take care of this baby and I don't want to be born into poverty and I need the government to find it a home. Boom, man. We'll just, hey, look, take this kid, you get his UBI in the amount that you're supposed to. That kid, dude, that's as simple as that. I guarantee you we'll have less foster children and we'll have less abortions because people won't have to worry about. Basically, you're making a population that becomes a better society. And we want to invest in people who grow up in an America that loves you, that takes care of you. And provides a foundation for you to stand up on your own two feet and make something of yourself. Become part of the greatest nation and the greatest economy. Chasing any dream that you want to chase and becoming whatever you want to become in America. I hope you can hear me over the sounds of the road. And I hope you can hear where I'm, the balance in my heart lies on the subject. I love you all. I want to pass a freedom of choice amendment to protect people's freedom to choose the way they live their life and provide solutions for people so we can make a stronger America. Hold us out.